Welcome to the Random City Podcast. Chester Copperpot, he was a pro. He never made it this far. A competitor. He was very good. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Back off, man. I'm a scientist. Just listen to the old pork chop express. Take his advice on a dark and stormy night. The person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. When Godzilla's coming, y'all be tripping. Where did you come from? From your blood. I'm brute. You will be. You underestimate my power. He's gonna be the third scariest thing on that train. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Hello, welcome back to the Random City Podcast. I am Jimmy and Georgia. It's time to get random once again. It is Thursday, September the 14th for 2017. And we're back for episode number 77. As uh, this year is the 40th anniversary of Star Wars from 1977. That's one of those numbers that has a relevance to myself as well. So anyway, episode 77, we're here. I feel like it should be a Star Wars episode, but it's, it's really not. Oh yeah, so last week I talked about Star Wars toys, I talked about the Force Friday, I talked about the whole shenanigans with Hasbro Toy Shop, which still hasn't been resolved. They haven't even responded back to my first message. I emailed them again today, a week later, because I'm recording here on the 13th, and I got an auto-response this time, whereas last week I didn't even get an auto-response, which is kind of sad. But anyway, I guess one thing we will bring up in Star Wars news, just because, again, I always say this, I think, I don't really want to be a news program. Because I could do that. I could be able to talk about every week. Oh, this is what's happening in geek news. This just in news from the front. Whatever. J.J. Abrams is back for episode 9. Apparently he will be writing and directing. And I don't know. I'm okay with that, I guess. I mean, The Force Awakens I've talked about, I think, a few times here not too long ago. I liked it after I saw it several times. And it wasn't what I was hoping for and expecting. I didn't like that it was a retread of A New Hope in so many ways. And uh, I still hear people who say that's not a valid criticism. But that's exactly what the movie is in all sorts of different ways. Uh, (laughs) It really is. That was my initial response, and that was why I was let down, uh, apart from some other expectations I had. Mostly Luke Skywalker not really being a part of the movie. I was kind of let down by that. But anyway, J.J. Abrams will be back for episode 9. I think that'll be fine. From all appearances, it seems like Ryan Johnson's doing a, a fine job with the middle movie here in the trilogy. And... I don't think anyone seemed too excited about Colin Trevorrow. So I think J.J. will work out fine as long as we're not dealing with the fourth or fifth or sixth Death Star. I think we'll be okay. But I saw a packaging of, I think it was a TIE fighter, that had a Death Star in the background. I hope, I hope that's just Hasbro's bad photoshopping and not an indication that there will be another Death Star in this movie. Because that's terrible if that's that's the case. Oh my goodness. Uh, We'll be done with the franchise at that point and they can keep going with their fan fiction to their heart's desire, but I will not be a part of it. I don't believe. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's one of the little news bits I guess we, we could touch on here. In addition to J.J. being back, they did move the movie back to a December 2019 release, which is just crazy that in the next little over two years there's going to be three new Star Wars movies. <laughs> I'm still not used to that idea, the fact that they were going to a Star Wars movie in December, and then just a few months later in May we're getting the Han Solo movie, which just seems kind of ridiculous say plethora of riches and or fatigue <laughs> i think i talked about that a few weeks back when i was talking about inferno squadron but anyway enough star wars we always talk about star wars one little thing I'll, I'll mention here just as i get into the show netflix is one of those things that most of us have been a part of for probably a decade at this point or somewhere near that and here just i guess the end of last week 
The Walking Dead Season 7 showed up on there, and I was one of the people who were pretty disillusioned with the show after just how horrific is not really the word. I guess gratuitous would be the word. The violence was the first part of Season 7 with Glenn and Abraham, and then it was like seven more episodes of just bleakness and just despair and just terrible people in terrible situations and and none of the good things from the show that I think for the most part. And so I didn't see the second half of the season. I just kind of lost interest for the most part, to be quite honest. And I've caught up with most of the second half of the season. It's only eight episodes. I think I've watched five or I think five episodes the last few days. And I've really enjoyed the second half of the season. I thought it's been really great, actually. I think every episode has been right on par. Like each episode, I think would you know, if I do star ratings, I would think in the fours, four out of five stars. Just it's been interesting with Morgan and Carol and Daryl and Rick and Michonne and everything. I, I've really feel like the series, you know, turned for the better with that second half of that season. So if I don't know if you're out there and you kind of gave up after the bleakness of that first half of season seven, if you're a fan or you are a fan, you know, it's on Netflix, maybe start up in the second half of the season. I've, I've really enjoyed it. And one thing, too. Because I hadn't watched that show, I stopped listening to one of my favorite podcasts. I've listened to for, I don't know, seven years, however long The Walking Dead's been on. There's a show called The Walking Dead TV Podcast. It's, it's part of the HHWLOD Podcast Network. Since it's a part of a network, you know, the guys on that show are host other shows that I really, honestly, have never really gotten into. I've listened to a few episodes here and there. And then they cover all sorts of DC, Marvel, comic book type stuff. But yeah, it's fun shows. It's very entertaining. It was fun to get back to that podcast. Like I think I mentioned last week, week before, I had stopped listening to the Rebel Force Radio for a while, and, and nothing in particular. I just kind of got, again, this whole Star Wars fatigue. When there was no Star Wars, other than Clone Wars, really, at the time, was when I called on their show, that was kind of filling the gap for Star Wars, and you kind of had that place to go to hear about Star Wars and toys and whatever was going on. You know, what limited it was, if a book or a toy or a video game, whatever. You could hear about the latest things, hear from the you know actors and people involved, and it was it was a fun addition to not having really any you know, even any hope at the time. And I started listening to it, and even any hope of any more Star Wars movies. I mean, we all assumed that it was done, that it was over. It's over. We were finished after episodes three, and so just being so much Star Wars all the time. I I have one book I'm listening to right now. I'm listening to Phasma. There's another new book just came out. There's some other books I've missed. I mean, I could constantly be on a loop of, of different Star Wars books if I wanted it to be. And so I think, and I think I'm talking about that too. But anyway, Rebel Force Radio was filling that Star Wars gap. So I, I listened to them again. And again, it wasn't, I was mad at them or there was some controversy. I just, you know, kind of burned out on Star Wars a little bit. Not extremely, but a little bit. And so being disillusioned with The Walking Dead, being disillusioned with The Walking Dead there for a while, I stepped away. And now coming back into it fresh. And having this more upbeat second half of the season, I much more enjoy it. And it's been fun to get back into that Walking Dead TV podcast. And so they also have a Facebook group I'm a part of. And so it's a fun little group there. And if you're like The Walking Dead, if you're listening to that and you haven't, I don't know if if you're into those podcasts, because some people listen to about a podcast about every show they watch, I think. Uh, I've kind of stopped doing that. This is one of the shows I'll still listen to podcast about. The last pretty good while, the only couple podcast I've listened to about a TV show specifically about Star Wars Rebels, Walking Dead, and The Flash, I guess. A few of those were hosted by Steve and the Goldiverse. So anyway, Walking Dead TV podcast, good show. I've been enjoying Walking Dead. So, okay, there we go. Woohoo! 
I guess that'll bring to a close our random chatter area here for the episode. And I think I will jump over into our random selection for this week. And at least for a few minutes, I'm not sure for how long, I want to talk a little bit about parks and recreation. We're going to go into our little break here. And when we do, we're going to hear a commercial from season two of Parks and Recreation for Sweetums, which was a fake like candy company in town that made really nutritionally awful energy bars that began being sold in the town's parks. And so here's a commercial from Sweetums. And afterwards, we'll be right back with some Parks and Recreation talk. Hi, I'm Nick Newport Jr., CEO of Sweetums. And I'd like to introduce to you our new line of energy bars, Nutriums. Nutriums are all natural and grown right here in the great state of Indiana. And since they're from Sweetums, you know your kids are gonna love them. Mine sure do. Isn't that right, Dakota, Denver? Sorry, Shoelace, we don't make Nutriums for dogs. Yet. Nutriums, where nutritious meets tasty, by Sweetums. Okay, so we're back. And when Parks and Recreation initially started, I think this was like 2009? Somewhere in that range. Late, later of last decade. I was watching The Office at that time. I was a big fan. I tried to watch Parks and Rec. I actually did watch the first season, and I just didn't really get into it. And then I never went back to season two or any of the rest of those. And then years later, probably at this point three years ago, or like five years after that uh, or so, I tried to watch it again on Netflix, and I think I made it through... Actually, I don't think I even tried season one again, because I remember I didn't like it. So I think I skipped to season two and watched two, three episodes. And again, I just didn't really get into it. In the meantime, the past, eh, I guess around two years ago, I've watched The Office kind of as my random go-to show on Netflix. And so I've watched it, I think I mentioned this on the show before, I think I watched it all the way through five times, and I'm in the sixth time and then on top of those five and a half times i've watched about half of the season's commentary tracks on the dvds <laughs> so yeah i've watched it way too many times and so now anyway just being way more familiar with the style of the office and not expecting parks and rec to be the office but be not really even inspired by but in the same vein i went back and my wife and i started watching parks and rec a few weeks ago i think now and both of us really like it now. Whereas before, I tried twice and I didn't really care for it. It just didn't connect to me. We're into somewhere in season three now. I'm not sure so exactly how far. I guess I could look at my phone and look at Netflix and see. Okay, we are up to um, the next episode we'll be watching is season three, episode five. So we've made it through all the first season, complete second season, and part of the third. And thus far, I've really enjoyed it. It's been fun seeing. Chris Pratt, you know, before he was uber famous and Star Lord, all those kinds of things. And new Amy Poehler, mostly from Saturday Night Live prior to this. Uh, Rashida Jones was on office for, I guess, around a season, basically. And so I knew her from that. And I always thought it was odd that she wasn't the same person, considering the people who made Parks and Rec also were part of the group that made The Office. I don't know. It just seemed like that would have been a cool tie-in. And I, and I guess there's no connection, really, at all, I don't think. But at one point, I think I'd heard something. There was a, a plan to maybe have somehow the printer from Scranton end up in Pawnee, Indiana. I don't... Whatever. I think they missed out on opportunity there by not having the world's at least somewhat connected. Maybe a, 
a Scranton Strangler thing on the news, anything just to say they're they're in the same universe. But whatever, it's fine. So anyway, up to this point, I mean, obviously I haven't seen the entire show, and if you're listening, you may have never even watched it, so I don't want to spoil anything or whatnot. But I, I'm really digging Ron Swanson. Like, he's... I've thought about this over the past couple of days. He's like 90% awesome, 10% crazy. Like, I just like his attitude. I like... He likes bacon and meat and guns and, and America and all those things, and he doesn't like government, even though he's a government employee. Like, I just... I just like Ron Swanson. But then he's also crazy because his ex-wife and he just act the fool on a, whatever regular basis, at least once a season, I guess, at this point. And so he's not he's not awesome all the time. <laughs> he's, he, the last episode, I think it was the last episode we watched, he, he, he was wacko, man. And so, but yeah, most of the time Ron Swanson's very entertaining. Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt is very entertaining. And he has kind of a will-they-want-they thing right now going on. Again, I don't I can really know how that happens or how that plays out. I hope it plays out in a positive way. To me, they, he and this other character kind of seem like the Jim and Pam of the show almost. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's quite a valid comparison, but that's what it kind of makes me think of. Um, I really like the addition of Rob Lowe at the end of Season 2 and the other character... Well, Rob Lowe's not the character... Chris and Ben, I think, are the uh, the character names. But either way, the, the another character comes in with Rob Lowe, and I think he's pretty good. He's on a new show on Fox this fall with Daryl from The Office, Craig Robinson, and they're hunting ghosts. And so I'm like, hmm, that sounds interesting now that I've been a little more introduced to that person as an actor. But anyway, I just in general, can you just go through the cast? Amy Poehler's character is kind of dumb. She's not quite Michael Scott dumb, and she's definitely not Michael Scott, like, uncomfortable funny because Michael Scott gets really uncomfortable with some of the stuff he does and it's just wrong. It's stupid. He should be fired, but he isn't. So I kind of see Amy Poehler as the Michael Scott, even though she's the assistant or deputy director. So she's more of a Dwight role, I guess, but whatever. whatever. I, I, I shouldn't compare it to the office too much. Tom is very entertaining. I guess that's Aziz. And Sari, I don't, again, I'm terrible with names. I don't know if that's correct. April is very entertaining to me as the intern to start out with. And then she becomes like an assistant. One thing I find really funny is Jerry. Because I feel like Jerry, again, to office re- relationship here. I feel like Jerry is the Toby of, of the office. He's really nice. He does nice things to, for people. He gives them gifts. He's supportive. He's helpful. He's very talented. He can play the piano. He can paint. He can do all these things. But everybody treats him really badly. They make fun of him to his face a lot of times. And he's always really nice. <laughs> and so I feel like he's the Toby of this office. Anyway, I think that's interesting. I mean, there's some other characters. There's, there's another lady who works in the office. There's the city planner guy. Again, I don't want to spoil anything if you haven't watched the show. I, it wasn't until my third attempt to try to watch it that I actually liked it for whatever reason. I guess I wanted it to be more like The Office than it was. And I, I think that was probably my problem. And then going back to that, what I mentioned earlier, I was hoping that it would actually tie into The Office and it didn't. And so I, anyway, I really enjoy the show now. It's, it's definitely one of my favorite shows thus far. I'm, like I said, I'm into the third season and it could go horribly wrong and it could, and it might not end up being one of my favorite shows after I'm done with it, but I've really enjoyed it. And, 
it's the cover art this week. I don't know if you saw it. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Depends on how you're listening. Cover art for this episode is a picture of Ron Swanson that I drew and I sketched it out with my pencil, inked it as far as the outlines, and then went back with my Copic markers, Copic markers, however people want to say them, and shaded it in. I think it actually turned out really well. It's one of my favorite drawings of the year, and it is on the Twitter and the Instagram at Random City and at Random City Podcast if you want to check it out, if you haven't already seen it. And I don't know, I think it turned out really, really well. So I think with all that said, I guess that's going to wrap up our episode. I can't think of much else to say about Parks and Rec without getting into really specific storylines, I guess. I don't, I'm sure there are some things, of course, but I don't, I don't want to do that. So I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Random City Podcast. And so you can hit us up on social media, at Random City on Twitter, at Random City Podcast on Instagram. You can email the show, randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can call in, text the show, 773-71-RANDOM. You can also listen to the show in various ways. If you're listening to this now, um, there are other ways probably that you could hear it as well. Uh, the show is available on YouTube as a video format. And right now, for the most part, it's just like the cover art and some other information. Not necessarily full-life video. There has been a couple of those, but that's kind of very sporadic. And check us out on iTunes. You can get us in the Apple Podcast app. You can find us in the Satchel Player app. You can find us in Google Play. And if you're looking for us in Stitcher, you can look for the show under the Jimmy and Georgia Radio feed. And that Jimmy and Georgia Radio feed is also in the iTunes store. You can go to randomcitypodcast.com or jimmyandgeorgia.com to get more information. And when I say Jimmy and Georgia, I feel like I should always say this too. It is J-I-M-M-I-N-G-A. And that is the website, jimmyandgeorgia.com, and at jimmyandgeorgia on Twitter or Instagram if you'd like to follow me. And if you do, you'd see a lot more of my little sketches and artworks and stuff. And so, cool. And I guess that's about all for this time around. And so, until next week, this has been the Random City Podcast. I am Jimmy and Georgia. Peace. Peace.